to Finding Our Feet, the Adoption Journal. Hello and welcome to another episode of Finding Our Feet, the Adoption Journal with me, Mr K. And me, Mrs K. Oh, what an exciting episode we've got in store today. I'm excited. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what's going to happen? Well, yeah, basically, um, I've got my best friend coming on. (laughs) Best friend. Friends. Oh, classic. We've got to get the in-betweeners in there. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got my best friend coming on, um, who we're not sure yet if we're going to say her name or not. Uh, we're going to talk to her in a bit because we're recording this just prior to her coming. Mm-hmm. She's supposed to be here at 7.30. Um, it's I'm currently a- 7.31. I'm assuming she'll be here at about 8.15. Mm. That's my guesses. Does she have a reputation for yeah. being late? Yeah. Okay. But that's why we love her. Right. That's why we're recording this now. That's why we're yeah, okay. recording this now. Um. So yeah, she's coming on. We're gonna discuss whether or not to what when she's here. We'll discuss what we're gonna do, and then you'll know whether or not she's anonymous or uh, the person she is. Mm, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it, actually because yeah. um her her and her husband's story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really gonna, interesting. I suppose and... we're gonna talk about. I think. It would be really interesting to hear a friend's perspective mm. on, like, fertility, pri- like, problems and mm-hmm. how to support and how they went through it. Because, I mean, she was very involved and, like, supportive, wasn't she? Mm. So it'll be interesting to hear it from that perspective. But also, um, her story herself, like, so she's got a little boy, which I'm sure mm. we'll talk about, um, who was diagnosed with um, quite... a uh, what well it was he was let's come words out he was diagnosed with autism um mm-hmm. before he was two yeah so, really really young wasn't he? yeah so like i just thought it was an opportunity and a, like a platform to discuss that because there's probably um adopters out there that have either got an autistic child already or um that's something that's on that's on their heart to adopt so just thought why a great opportunity yeah yeah and she's really knowledgeable about oh, autism now and goodness. she sort of taught us i mean we'll go on when we talk with her to talk about what all that stuff is but yeah. um yeah it's gonna be really fascinating but before we get into that do you want to give a bit of an update as to where we're at with our our little journey yep so we are still in stage two um we're deep in stage two. deep in stage two um we were supposed to be finishing our meetings next Friday, but mm-hmm. sadly we've had to, no fault of our own, but we've had two uh, meetings cancelled. Yeah. Um. So that's put us a bit behind. Yeah, and it's just been bad luck, hasn't it? Yeah, but... and we've not been able to get a panel date as of yet because of situations at the agency. Yeah. So, a bit frustrating, but there's a lot of worse things that could be going on. So um, that's where we are. We're nearing the end Mm -hmm. of stage two. She did say um, at our meeting, sorry if you heard Doggo. just constantly running around. Yeah. I mean, it says house, isn't it? Free free will and all that. But um, she did say the other day, which did excite me at the meeting, that in the near future, she said, not just yet, but in the near future, she will be sending us and bringing us over profiles yeah she, she called it because it's before we're uh, we've been pre-approval to pre-approval linking or yeah i something. think it was linking yeah so that's exciting that yeah crazy that that's gonna happen yeah. like we're gonna start getting profiles soon which is mad. yeah i don't know when that will happen but she just said not just yet so yeah. i think she wants us to get our meetings done and then i think it yeah 
whenever. But yeah. um, that's exciting. So Definitely. that's where we are. And anything exciting happening in your own life? Anything exciting Any happening? new hot chocolate flavours that you've sampled recently? Or just, any... just the, the same, but I do enjoy my hot chocolate. We mm. had um, a friend over the other day that um, hadn't... Well, he, he came to watch the football. I can't oh, remember. yeah. The less, but, the less said about that, the better. I, but he came and he was like, oh... Um, well, I just said, oh, I'm making a hot chocolate. And he was like, oh, Velvetizer. And I was like, you know it. You know. So uh, I'm excited to give hot chocolates to my friends. Mm. I'm, I, so the, on the last episode, I was talking about going out for a walk when we were on holiday. Yep. And it was an absolute belter of a walk. Yep. We did, um, where was it? It was in the Lake District. It yeah. was sort of quite central Lake District. Yeah. I managed to get 10, 10 peaks in one go. Whoa. Which was to, but the weather was so good. Like, how good were the photos? Yeah, like, it was. Um, I got out really early and it was really icy on the ground. And um, yeah, but it was really clear. So you could see for miles. But it yeah. was that sort of really like hazy sunshine that you get in the winter. Nice. Yeah. Instagram no, it, it was worthy. a warm day that day, to be fair. It for, wasn't. Um, Feb. Oh, so it when, I, when I got to the top, it wasn't. I, I think it was recorded it about minus eight in wind chill Ooh. so it's proper cold but then i finished the walk at about 12 o'clock and by the yeah. time i finished it had got really warm well cool because story, there's bro. some yeah <laughs> cool. well that's my update i'm sure nobody cares you clearly don't i do but, uh... <laughs> i just said cool story bro yeah which is meant it's sarcasm <laughs> anyway let's wrap this uh this bit up and we're gonna welcome our special guest although can i just say what's the time now What's the time, Mr. Wolf? It is 7.37. You're still late. Special guest is fashionably late. But anyway, <laughs> let's welcome our special guest in the next section. So she's finally arrived. She's here. How many minutes late was she? I don't know. What time did you get here? What time did you get here? I mean, I'd say it's record timing, to be honest. I think, I, think I was 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, 15 or 20 That minutes. is pretty early, to be fair for you. But let me introduce you. So we've decided to keep you anonymous mm-hmm. to an extent. That will all be made clear when we get into the conversation. But we're calling my best friend Jude's mum. So hello, Jude's mum. Hello, hello, oh. both of you. <laughs> She's feeling very shy. <laughs> Not like me. <laughs> you, you might need to get closer to the mic. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> She's normally a performer, honestly. But welcome, welcome to the pod. Thank how you does very it, much. How does it feel to be on the pod? Yeah, well, to be honest, I thought you'd never ask. Well, you know, it's been a while, uh, but... Yeah, we were basically just... We'll wait we needed, that moment. We needed, well, we needed some, a person. We needed and... some new content. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and we knew you'd just get on well, it. I'm happy to provide. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, Jude's mum, tell us a bit about yourself. So, um, my name is Jude's mum. Hello. Um, I... It's <laughs> actually really difficult because I can't tell you a lot about myself. Oh, no. That's true. Um, well, tell, tell us about why we're calling you Jude's mum. Yeah. Oh, okay, fine. So Jude is my little boy. Uh, he is two and a half. Two and a half. That's um, crazy. Yeah. Two and a half. Two and a half. It was last week. Last week. Wow. Mm. Go on, Time Jude. flies, guys. It does. It, it really does. does. So tell us a bit more about Jude. 
So Jude is um, to describe Jude in three words. (laughs) (laughs) Energetic to the nth degree. Yep, I agree. Happy, he's the happiest, most incredible. I mean, I'm using more than three words now. No, but you you um, said... Ha- like the happiest, yeah, uh, energetic. energetic. So they're your two words, energetic. Yeah. And yeah. actually, he's he's really loving. So Aww. he's quite he loves a cuddle. Um, loves invading your personal space. Yeah, most of the time when he's not meant to be, but um, he knows no boundaries. Bless him. So so, I think you said something just then, and um, the reason why we're you might think why why aren't we saying your name, but we're saying your son's name. But basically. You have um, an Instagram page, don't you? Yeah. Uh, for dedicated to uh, for Jude. Do you want to speak a bit about that, and then I'll s- explain what I meant. By yeah. It. So I mean, I t- try to s- sort of in the description of Jude. It's, yeah. Not- it's very easy to address him in that way. Yeah. Um. But actually, you know, Jude has his own personality. He yeah. he has so many amazing things about him. Yeah. Um. But. To as to the reason why we have the Instagram, yeah. Um, Jude has autism, yeah. So uh, we have a page dedicated to Jude, um, and just to sort of raise awareness, spread some positivity, and yeah. just sort of break a bit of the stigma that I think still yeah. surrounds. Oh, absolutely! Um, I love yeah. that. And so, so it's called Jude's World. Jude's World. Yeah. So the i sort of the idea behind it, um, and I've said. You know, a minute ago that he's just the happiest. Jude lives oh, in my his days. own. In, yeah, in this Jude's is this world. is what I was gonna say. I li- I remember like after you'd set up the Instagram page, and I was literally like, you, you couldn't. I think that is the most perfect name mm-hmm. for a, a person like Jude's yeah. world. Like the amount of times like I've just watched it, and I'm just like, he's just in his own world, yeah. and. What a world, like... Yeah, what a beautiful, beautiful place it is. I think it was quite important to... You know, there are a lot of um, autism accounts out there, as I'm sure you guys have come across quite a lot of um, adoption Instagram pages and things. Um, And it sort of, like, forms this this community that you can Mm. sort of get your support from, get, you know, see all the children like Jude, because, you know, there are obviously many, many children with autism, but when you sort of take it into like your local community, you know, the the places that we go, there's not a lot yeah. that we see of sort of other children like Jude. So yeah, and I think a lot of the Instagram accounts can be, you know, have autism in the name for them. I just wanted mm, something yeah. a little bit different. Oh, I love it. I love it. A little bit quirkier. But I think you see the account and you know what it's about. Mm. You know yeah. it's gonna be yeah. um something like about that. Mm. Yeah. But that's reflected in like the fact that you just, when you're describing the three words, instead of saying, you could have easily said, Jude is energetic, happy, and he's got autism. Yeah. Like that, but yeah, and you that can... wasn't part of the three things that you used to describe him, which I think it, it's easy, isn't it? When, when something, well, I don't know, but I imagine something like autism is such a big, yeah. that's a like a life-changing diagnosis. Yeah. yeah. And it'd be so easy to, let that be the identifying thing for Jude instead of, like you said, you just consider Jude as 
a uh, person. Is it, is per- yeah. is it and, a human? And, he's a person. Yeah. He's got his own identity. Yeah, exactly. Instead yeah. of letting autism identify him. I suppose, in a sense, it's similar to our what's going to be our situation mm-hmm. in the sense of, like, I think at the moment I might, I'm, I, I, I might be, like... Maybe it's a protective thing, but you know when I when like we're like I'm talking about Jude or I'm like with you with Jude and so I'm always I and I'm sorry if this is the wrong thing, but I'm like oh like he has got autism because I feel like a really protective thing over Jude because I'm just like yeah a hundred percent I think as he so Jude has you know he's received actually quite an early diagnosis yeah. in when oh it comes goodness. to sort of like children being diagnosed. So Jude was diagnosed at a year and nine months, which so is... nine months. Wow. Yeah, so like his nursery had said they'd never they'd never heard of a child being diagnosed that young. And it's mainly because Jude displays many of your classic yeah. symptoms of autism. So he stims a lot. Oh, um, for those who don't know what stimming is, it's yeah, sort of like... It. So he hand flaps a lot. It's sort of like a self-regulation behaviour that they yeah. display just to give themselves a bit of comfort because they struggle to how you and me can have a conversation right now. You yeah. might have the washing machine going on. You might have the sound of the rain outside. People with autism generally tend to struggle to filter out all those different sort of forms of information. You just don't, you, like, we don't comprehend that. I was yeah. talking to you last week about a book, wasn't I? Because I saw yes. you last week. Um, the Curious Incident of a Dog. Mm. And... Um, in that, I, it was something that you... I can't remember exactly what you said, but you said it and I was like, they literally like describe that point for point. And I think it is in the sense of in in like in the lens of somebody with autism, mm-hmm. like they take in every single oh, detail. Incredible. And like you say, sensory. Yeah. It's, it must be a stimulation overload Mm. yeah and this is the thing it has so many there's so many beautiful things about it Mm. so for example it's been snowing today it's not something that we see very often but even just carrying Jude to the car yeah the what he sees Mm. imagine all of those flakes of snow it's sort of like a so much more detailed yeah and it can be he'll look up at the sky and he'll see a bird before anybody else has seen a bird Mm. in the sky or he'll see the different shapes of the clouds and you know just when you take time to sort of step back and sort of try and you know enter his world and see what he sees it's beautiful and it's it's amazing because like you come to our church don't you Mm. and you know um in the early days of jude coming um like i just would watch him and it's like you know when when he was a lot younger and you'd hold him and he just he's just looking at something like in 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 the room but like stained glass windows (laughs) literally he was mesmerized by them wasn't he and it's just it is fascinating to like like something I I would kept I'd like look in that same place and be like I, I haven't got a clue but you are fixated on one point yeah. and yeah. it's yeah like it's a, it's a fascinating yeah. world really isn't it it's incredible but and then there's sort of the other end of that where yeah. you know it, we go to a shopping centre mm. and there's loads of different noises there's loads of different lights there's yeah. different sensors there's smells mm. there's yeah. sort of everything and that can be quite overwhelming for someone with autism yeah um to sort of try and filter out those noises yeah we went to a local shopping center (laughs) 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 um and 
yeah, he did really, really well until I got him out of the pushchair and then he sort of like bolted towards the, the lift to try and get out. It just, Aww. he'd reached his limit. It got too yeah. much. And it's about sort of finding that, but I don't always know when it is. I can repeat the same routine. I could take him to a soft play one day and he'll yeah. love it. And then the next day, it really, and it will be too him. much. But it's about sort of, yeah, entering his world and just trying to understand that. him better. Yeah, I love I everything you've said there, and I think that's kind of what how like I was getting onto that because like you know how you were saying that like you don't want autism to kind of um, yeah, what was the word sort I, of define defining him. that's the word I was thinking yeah. of, and I think it's quite I am very aware me and my husband were um, hello. <laughs> Hello there. Judy's um, dad. Yes, Judy's dad. We were actually, we, we had, look, we try to be as positive about it yeah. as, as, you know, as we can, but we do have down days. And of yesterday we, we were feeling a little bit sad about it. And something that I was saying is, that really upsets me is, I will never fully be able to yeah. understand what he goes through. Yeah. I, yeah. I as a neurotypical person... Will so never. That's just... <laughs> I learned this word next week. No, you know it. You know no, it. I've never heard of that. Oh, you've not? No. The neuro... So, expert. Jude would be classed as neurodivergent. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. A neuro, it's just a better way yeah. of yeah. saying... Co- quite commonly, we get normal child. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. You know, Jude is a normal child. Yeah. He just has a different yeah. neurotype. So, yeah. His yeah. it's, it's wiring's yeah, slightly just different. Slightly different and that's, and yeah. that's all it is. But yeah, we will never, as a neurotypical person, mm. I will never fully be able to understand yeah. the way that Jude feels. And that can be really hard sometimes. Yeah, oh, I can imagine. And But he also can't. We're very aware that, you know he can't tell me how he wants yeah. it to be mm. relayed. You know, he yeah, might get yeah. older as he grows and, you know, he, he might get that level of understanding. He might say to me, Mum, I want to be known as autistic as opposed to having autism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. you know, the, the terminology, certain people prefer different things. Huge, but whilst he can't... yeah. I am his voice and yeah, I need yeah. to sort of do whatever I can. And I think you're yeah. doing an amazing job. I th- it, what you've just said, it, this is something where I think like we, I mean, we've known each other for a very long time. Very we went time. we went to secondary school together. Like we have been best friends <laughs> for so long. Um, and this is something that I'm sure we'll go on to talk about and maybe we'll talk about it now. But this is something that like, I'm so grateful for you and and is it basically it's the fact that like two things you've said there you know how we're talking about defining like that's something that actually when you said that I was like that's so true because actually I don't want our child to be defined well they might well no like you said when they've got their voice they can choose whatever but I don't want people to just oh you're the adopted one do you know what I mean like they are their own person and an adoption is incredible and I don't know them yet but I'm so proud of them already do you know what I mean like I've said it before and it's cringy as anything but I love them I love that child that's going to be our child like I'm proud of them and I want them to be able to identify with like how they want to if they want to be if they want the world to know they're adopted then yes like and 
obviously adoption is something that we're going to be really open with them about Mm -hmm. but i just don't want people to kind of judge them for i feel like and this is possibly why we did the podcast but i i feel like there's a bit of a a bit bit of a stigma on adoption and stuff like that in a way do you know what i mean yeah definitely and and i think that's possibly why now i'm in the adoption community i'm really passionate about it so that I just resonated with that, and I think we've got that kind of, even though they're completely different situations, we always say this. Yeah, we do. We've got that relation, and also, what did you? What were we just talking about? And I was just like, that's spot on as well. Oh, you saying about how you can never fully understand what Jude's yeah. going through? I remember in our training in stage one, we were learning about the abuse that mm-hmm. a, a cared for child has probably received and I remember afterwards just sitting here and saying to you like I can just I've just got this image of in the future you and and our child sitting watching a film together and like just like looking at our child and thinking yes we've got the information that the social workers and stuff have given us but we're never ever gonna fully grasp and know what mm. has happened to you mm. because a lot of the things that happen is going to have happened to our child will be pre-verbal whether it's even in the womb or what yeah. like there's so much that has happened and we can't take that away from you yeah. and that breaks my heart mm. yeah it is it's it's heartbreaking yeah but i think and this is why i think it's so amazing what you guys are doing is you know, you've you've just said like you love your child before you've met your child. You're yeah. an advocate for for your child and yeah. the community around you. There'll be so many other fa- well, there are so many other families that are going through the yeah. same thing. And actually, it, if the child can verbalize, when the child can verbalize, yeah, you know, you you respect their decision, but by talking about it and by opening up conversations and by getting people to sort of think differently, it is going to change that stigma of there's the adopted Yeah, exactly. I just want to clarify, I didn't mean that in a negative way when I said, I don't want them to, I I said it wrong. Of course I want them to identify with being adopted because it's Mm. something to be proud of. I just meant it in the sense of, when people have a stigma towards the word adoption, if that makes sense. Yeah. That's what I meant, so... uh, Definitely. And I think, yeah, we we both have very... I think what's so good about our relationship is that we don't, for a second... Well, um, I would like to think that you feel the same same way. Let's find out. Maybe you don't. Um, Awkward. But we, we don't... I would never say to you or try and pretend to say that I understand what you're going through. Oh my goodness. Because I can't imagine no, you know, the situation that you guys are in. I can't imagine that, but I can empathise with it. Yeah. Yeah. And I can support you through it. And yeah, we've got two very different circumstances that we're both facing. Yeah. But in a way, it's we I mean, me and me and we're quite we we, like we're we're each other's support, aren't we? And and uh, and like you say, our situations are so different. But I feel like it sounds weird, but but it's like in a way, it's a blessing that mm. we've both gone through our journeys at similar times. At similar as well. times, because yeah. like we can, like when we have conversations, like you you say something about what has happened to Jude, or I'll talk about something that like 
like we've been through through the process or I talk about something that to do with the research I've read like mm-hmm. we always have that universal kind of sense of feeling and yeah. it just feels like we're both like connected in it like how different our situations are but how we feel exactly the same like yeah. I can't remember what we were talking about last week but I think we were talking about something to do with like oh, what are we talking about I can't remember but I know like in the past like when like I've been upset because um like medical checks or whatever mm. haven't gone the way and it's been frustrating and you've just been able to be like kind of like I get it yeah for a different reason yeah because do you know what I mean oh 100% and I think uh, I th- when we were talking something that I've sort of remembered <laughs> cast you mind back to last week mm-hmm. I think we were saying about um sort of like parenting styles and how yes we both we we won't be able to apply the same parenting yeah. technique but we both can't parent our children in 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 the typical ways yes. that you would yeah, yeah. Jude has a, a has a very small understanding of language at the minute so where yeah. you know he's doing typical toddler things that yeah. you know I should try and correct the behaviour or people might think you know that put him on the naughty step well he wouldn't have a clue what the naughty <laughs> step was he just you know yeah. jumped yeah. straight off and yeah. I think where you were saying is it therapeutic therapeutic parenting, parenting yeah I think the, the styles are are both quite similar. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so it's yeah. fascinating, isn't it? It's yeah. it's just it's been. I'm like, as much as like we've both gone through a lot of heartache. Mm. I'm grateful that we're on our journeys at the same time. Like you say, it's been yeah, it has been a blessing. But Mr. K, you got any uh, anything to? Uh, I've well, what's for a what's happened here is that I've gradually been pushed off my chair, and so I've had to sort of move round because you, you've mic. just absolutely dominated the microphone for the last. Because we're like best friends, man. No, I I, I think it was. Um, I think it's really good what you said about the fact that you're Jude's advocate. Yeah. And I think one of the things that we learn on our training, and you know that I'm sure if there's any other people out there who have adopted children would agree, but part of your role is that you you would know what that child's been through Mm. to an extent because obviously the social workers might only know a certain amount Mm. um but part of what we would have to make a decision about is who we share that information with yeah so again that's sort of you're acting on behalf of that child and you know it might be that you would only share it with close family members and maybe people who are important so like a teacher or someone because it would help them in their development And I think it's the same sort of thing. It's it's not allowing that child's, um, whether it be a medical diagnosis or mm. sort of previous experiences, not allowing that to identify them, but acknowledging that it's an important part yeah. of who they are. Yeah. And yeah. you actually, because you could go the other way, couldn't you? You could be like, no, 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 he's fine. It's all fine. Yeah. And sort of ignore it. And then that would be detrimental to him because yeah. you're then trying to parent him in a normal way and then he wouldn't respond. Yeah, so yeah. You, it's getting the balance between acknowledging it but not making it the yeah. be all and end all. And yeah. that, is, that is the only part of him that we care about. Yeah. 100%. And we were even saying last week, weren't we, that about... Um, so even little things, like I took him to our church's um, toddler time, oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. their little play group last Thursday... And um, 
he so i've i've got this jumper so oh was, have you seen it oh it is adorable <laughs> so it says like on the back it's like kind of like a rocky oh it looks amazing um, jumper it's got like his little name on and it says yeah. rocking autism since 2020 oh, okay, the yeah, best yeah. jumper i've seen um, and it's like a really good company so some of the uh, money that's raised from it they put mm. to um charities that support autism and I was it, quite nervous about him yeah. wearing it because mm. it is opening it up. But actually, on two occasions at that playgroup where Jude, well, he used a little girl's pigtails as handles to pull <laughs> himself across <laughs> to, to get to a toy they wanted. Um, and then there was another instance where, where Jude plays with... Um, sort of maybe not age appropriate yeah. toys so the toys right. that he plays with are still very much uh baby toys yeah um a baby was already playing with those toys jude wants to go and play with it and sort of the mum got quite defensive and sort of didn't like it as he walks away i watched the lady that she was with i think it was a mother or a mother-in-law um she sort of turned to him and went oh he's got autism mm. and she went ah so it's mm. just that thing of at the minute, as Jude gets older, as Jude say Jude is eight years old and he's still displaying the same behaviours that he d- displays now, yeah. it would be very obvious mm. that yes. Jude has some form of disability, mm. even yeah. though it is a hidden disability. But at the minute, yeah. that's actually a good is, point. Actually, he's still a toddler. He's still so. a toddler, yeah. so yeah, you don't some necessarily of the, see the behaviours. And then I think something that I'm quite. Um, maybe a bit self-conscious about mm. is this society yeah the mum gets looked at for the way that they're dealing with the child the behavior that the child's displaying yeah. so the, the constant look is to the mum how are you going mm. to, to deal with it deal with yeah. you know your child throwing their food yeah. yeah yeah stealing people's toasties off the plate and throwing them yeah <laughs> it is. how are you gonna react to yeah. it absolutely and I think I think that's something that I'm conscious of. Mm. Again, because I mean, I'm I'm reading a book on therapeutic parenting at the minute and listening to a podcast. Um, and um, yeah, it's just interesting. So they, I was reading a case study. I'm not. I won't. It's, it's let's not bring the kind of mood down because it's really hard. It's a sad yeah. case study. But basically, like they use a thing called natural consequences, which basically. Um, in uh, for example say they're a teenager and they like break the phone the natural consequence is say they broke the phone like on purpose or whatever what 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 yeah say if you gave them you've got 10 you've got 10 pounds for the rest of the week Mm. and they spent all of that money straight away oh well that's then you'd be like well you've spent all your money so Mm -hmm. the natural consequence of that is that you now don't have any money left so it's about trying to educate them about how important things are and the value of things without just being like well you shouldn't have done this or you know if you or even if, they, if like, you bought them like a a magazine yeah i'm trying to think of random examples and then they ripped up the magazine and yeah. threw it in the bin and then they were like oh i want, I want a new magazine you'd be like well you, you've had your magazine now yeah that's it yeah i suppose what like it's what you're saying but it's also in the sense of um like the importance of boundaries and like putting yeah. boundaries in place like um, I can't remember. My brain's gone. I think one of the things I'd say is that a lot of what you're saying is very similar to what 
approaches you would take with therapeutic parenting. Yeah. Yeah. So like one of the one of the things that they talk about in detail is we've spoke about it on this before is pace. Mm-hmm. So this idea of playfulness, acceptance, curiosity, and empathy. Can I just say, I bet Mr. K's mum when she's listening to this, when because she's done a oh she uh, training is she a pace, pace champion. She's a pace champion, and mm-hmm. she'll she'll be going. When she done this, she did it um, at her work. They, oh, they've oh, done yeah, training on yeah. it, and she she loves it now. But like she'll a big be... part of that is, or one of the aspects of it is acceptance. Mm-hmm. So like you saying, yeah. oh Jude will still play with toys that aren't age appropriate. Well, they, they might not be age appropriate for a neurotypical typical child of that age. Well done. But for a neurodivergent child of that age, yeah. they might be appropriate. And, and this so is what we were talking about last week. Yeah, it's about acknowledging 100%. that, yeah, it, it might not be deemed appropriate yeah. for all, like, for, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, that's the same principle. You're accepting the us. fact that they're not necessarily yeah. at the yeah. stage of playing with and two-year-olds. And it's year like, if, if when he is eight, he's still... Play. it's it's yeah. about saying well you should it's not saying you should be doing this because you're eight it's saying this is what you are doing yeah and we just need to work with you and and you parent are. you where you are instead yeah. of where we think you should be definitely you need to meet him where he is yeah. yeah and that's the thing so in his sort of like um his nursery are amazing they he's got a really good scent over there and they sort of um embrace jude in his like they, they are incredible with him i can't fault them and they do sort of like regular um, sort of like I can't remember what it's called but they'll do like assessments of things on him so the most recent one they did sort of tracking with his like um, social and emotional communication um, his sort of like language basically his mental yeah. capacity mm-hmm. without using the, you know there's no sort of like correct way of saying yeah. it I don't think um, but he sits between uh, around six months wow. so actually the yeah. toys that jude yeah, plays yeah. with are, are appropriate, appropriate yeah. for where for, he is for where yeah. he is yeah but i think as yeah as he gets older mm. and i suppose with like your child as well like you were saying on your last episode that you did Big um i've done my homework yeah girl <laughs> um, that yeah, if you've got to feed your child mm. at the age of eight, mm. I might still have to feed you at the age of eight. Mm. So be it, because yeah. they've never had... Yeah. Your child might yeah. not have had that experience, and it's about sort of meeting their needs yeah. where they need to, to be. To be able to get them. Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah. And it's still so frustrating. Like, he had his two-and-a-half-year review the other week, and they, they sort of, like, do a questionnaire as to, like, which milestones they're reaching. It's like a tick box. Yeah. And there we couldn't tick any of the things on there and the health visitor when she sort of came and did the review actually cried and she said i'm so sad like i have to fail judy's thriving in so many ways you know like some milestones that he's now reaching yes he probably should have reached them a year ago but it's Mm, a massive deal But she had to fail him on every mm. section mm. because it doesn't fit in with this ideology mm. of what children are expected yeah. to be able mad, to achieve. And yeah. I suppose that might be similar yeah. when, you know, you have your child that they yeah. just because they're not tracking at where, you know, everybody else should yeah. be. Yeah. And it could be horrible, it can be really disheartening. Yeah. And, you know, I'm lucky that I have got a health visitor that was 
you know, understanding yeah, of that. Supportive. And she yeah. did say you don't have to fill in the forms if you don't want to because we know that, you know, he's not going to hit them. Um, but yeah, I suppose in do, talking about, having conversations, talking about it, yeah. um, Instagram page, whatever sort of form you, mm. you take, it's important to sort of try and stop that because yeah. it's actually really damaging that... Yeah. Yeah, you know, there's a percentage of children that are almost like set to fail mm. because yeah. Yeah. they're not hitting where yeah. you know they're expected to yeah. hit. And yeah. I think like what that I like that phrase of neurodivergent and neurotypical typical mm-hmm. because it it implies that there there is something different about mm. Jude's actual body yeah. and his brain and his circuitry and everything. And so you sort of, like you say, you sort of are setting someone up to fail because yeah. he has, there's reasons why he's not going to meet those. And I suppose it's similar to, it'll be similar for us. Mm. Like there's so much that we've read about how trauma changes the brain, the brain and yeah. nerve conduction and all that stuff that it's not just because someone's not trying or they're thick or yeah. they're, do you know what I mean? Like those things that people might look at and go, oh, well, you know, they're just... You know, they're just not well behaved or yeah. like for Jude, it might be, oh, you know, he's just a bit, a bit slow. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's like, no, there's, <laughs> there's, there's actual reasons yeah. what, like you wouldn't expect someone with a broken leg to get up and walk. No. no. In so the same sense, expect? why would you? Yeah. So yeah, so. So one of the questions that I want to ask is if you're giving someone like feedback or you're trying to tell them something that might be difficult. You use the uh, like positive sandwich. Yeah, or... <laughs> <I've never laughs> we can't so actually. Not... <laughs> you will have. Heard I don't know of, what the name is. You but... will have heard of the term that's people commonly use, but I don't think it's podcast appropriate. Oh, is it not? Can you yeah. mouth it to me? Wait, can I? We're back in. <laughs> um, we've got the real name for it. It's not appropriate for this family-friendly <laughs> podcast. So we're my not jaw's just open and still confusion. So, so I want you to give me one. Well, two things that have been really positive or rewarding or have brought you and your other half, like, joy. Mm -hmm. But in the middle of those, give us something that's been a real challenge or something that's maybe been quite hard to come to terms with or something like that. That's a good question. Okay, so, um, positive... Yeah, so probably my favorite thing about jude the thing i absolutely admire adore is his ability to seek to find joy in the tiniest of things so one of his favorite things is let me think what's his favorite thing at the minute so he loves actually probably not as much now but one of the things that was a real big uh, took over his life was his love for things that spin. Oh, so yeah. So <laughs> we've got on all of our windows in the house, we'll have things that are like like suckers and they stick like to things. fidget spinners. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fidget spinners. And he would sit there for hours sort of like flapping his hands, stimming at these things because he finds oh. such joy in like the tiniest things. The trees like moving Mm. in the breeze he absolutely loves so um i actually saw a documentary a few weeks ago it's with with chris packham it's called oh you talked about inside my autistic mind i think it's we need to watch that is he the Um, guy that did um 
50 deadly greatest animal? That Not guy? a clue. So it, I know him from like Spring Watch. Maybe I'm thinking of, is it Steve Backshaw? Not a clue. Anyway, carry he's on. He's a guy in the media. Yeah, well, he's done this um, that is actually such a positive, mm-hmm. amazing thing. And he um, is an autistic adult. Only found out as an adult that he was autistic. The guy who does all the sheep. Yeah. He's autistic. Yeah, yeah. No way. And you would... Not that you would never know. That's actually no, yeah, not... But... It's not a, a negative thing that you should. But no, I think, no, no. Especially in the time that he grew mm. up. It wasn't really yeah, as well, well known. Um, but yeah, he's done this programme and at the beginning of the programme he was walking through a forest mm. or a woods. I don't think it's quite a forest. But he was saying like, you would walk through here, you'd see trees, sky, floor. I see. And then it like flipped and you saw like um, insects on the leaves of the trees and like all of these insects. things that were going into his brain wow. and just the beauty like he yeah. and I think that's maybe why he's had such a successful career in what he has because, because he's see, what he's been able yeah, to visualise and his knowledge see. about different types of trees and it, it's just incredible mm. and that's for Jude that's what Jude sees yeah. he sees beauty and you can see it in Jude can't you you yeah, can see that like the yeah. joy on his face so yeah, yeah. so that's probably my favourite 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 thing I love that um, negative not not necessarily negative, but I think something that we have had to come to terms with. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a little bit sim. We spoke yeah. about it last week about being a little bit similar. So this is going to sound very dramatic, but there is a process of grief yeah. that we've yeah, been yeah. through. We in finding out, receiving Jude's diagnosis, we yeah. have almost. I think it was important for us to allow ourselves time to grieve the child that we thought we were going to have. And sort of, there's a lot of things that, not we've missed out on as parents, but, you know, when I think back to, like, Jude being a baby, Mm. we never really got that, like, look of adoration and uh, eye contact. Like, these simple things that... You know, they are, and he gives eye contact now, and it means so much oh, more that yeah. if he gives you eye contact, yeah. you're it's a trusted yeah. person who doesn't give it to anyone. So, you know, it doesn't matter, but there are sort of this child that we thought we were going to, you know, have, and sort of the reality is we, Jude may, you know, may never yeah. get married. He may never, yeah. you know, yeah. these... Little silly things that you it's not think silly about, at all. not silly. But I think mm-hmm. yeah, that's probably the hardest bit yeah. is sort of coming to terms, allowing ourselves to sort of take that back. And sometimes, yeah, if we do have a day where we feel sad about it, we allow ourselves to feel sad about it because yeah. you know a lot of the a lot of the things we do feel sad about are on our full Jude. Yeah, but he doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's. Again, He's a massive positive. His, yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter to Jude. We think about like, um, I was mentioning to you that one of the couples at church, like one of their their little boy, he is amazing with Jude, and we're oh. sort of like, he'll say like at the end of the session the other week, he like hey, ran man. out of the room and was like, "Come on, Jude," and like really <laughs> tries to include him yeah. where. A lot Jude, of children. Jude's just spinning something on the wall. Yeah, Jude, he literally pays yeah. no attention, but he's still... And, like, 
is just the most heartwarming thing because we let's do call it, see... Let's call him Buzz. Buzz. Yes, great, great. <laughs> great name for him. Although, uh, Peter Pan, the other day. Yeah. Peter Pan. Oh, you went there! Oh, yeah, he dressed he was... up as Peter Pan. I think I may have seen a picture. And uh, he left his knife. Uh, hold on, this is a toy knife. <laughs> can I just clarify? <laughs> at a party, and I like brought it into church and gave it to Peter Pan's mum really quickly. Like, please put that in your bag. So, <laughs> when, <laughs> so when we were leaving, it was made out of like, um, foam. like foam, wasn't yeah. it? But when we were leaving, one of the... the Sister of the girl whose party it was, yeah. who's only like what well, three? She's... Her parents yeah. were like, "Oh, give Mrs. K a hug, like to say goodbye." And she, she was like, me. "She was like trying to hug you, wasn't she?" <laughs> no, and then she was wasn't. like, like she, pretending she to like was... stab you in the arm. <laughs> like, Classic. Me. And no. mum was like, "She doesn't normally." Do <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, sorry. So, so Buzz is really good with. Yeah. So yeah. he's amazing because the. There are a lot of times, and I cannot, Aww. you know, there is, there's no blame for it because they're children. They're, 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 they're innocent. They don't understand. They're, they don't understand, but it's hard to watch sometimes. Yeah. Children, tr- they try and interact with Jude. They obviously don't get anything back. Yeah. But then they don't sort of try again, and it's, mm. you it's know, tough. you worry yeah. because there is obviously going to yeah. be, it's going to affect friendships, but for Jude, he prefers... <laughs> To be yeah. on his own. Yeah, yeah. You know, we'll try and, like, he'll be playing with something on the floor and we'll try and, like, get involved. So, say he's, like, flicking the pages of a book so he doesn't read a book, he'll flick the pages yeah. over and over again, loves it. Um, <laughs> and if we try to involve ourselves, he'll sit in front of us <laughs> because he doesn't want it. He yeah. prefers yeah. to sort of... He's doing it the way that he wants. He can't communicate to yeah. us the way that he wants things done, so he would prefer... Yeah. To, you know, for it to be done... On his own, Jude's oh, way. Yeah, and again, that's that acceptance thing, isn't it? And like one of the things that we were, and it's the same thing, is that when you, be, and we're not parents yet, but are we not? We're, we're nearly there. But you, you guys are. And I think one of the things when you become a parent is that you have an expectation of what parenting is going to be like. Yeah, yeah. And for you, your expectation compared to reality is completely different. Yeah. And so you're... Yeah. I imagine when you were pregnant, your expectation was, oh, you know, we're going to sit down and when they get to sort of two, two and a half, we'll be able to sit and read a book and we'll be yeah. able to watch TV and we'll be able to play together. Yeah, so and true. actually that's not happened. Yeah. So it's it's sort of, it's your it's your own expectation that's got to change, hasn't it? Because like yeah. you say, for Jude, he's like, well, I'm fine. He, he's not even aware that you've yeah. got these feelings and thoughts. But I suppose that's what you're you, saying. It's your own sort of, preconceived idea yeah, of what yeah. parenting is going to look like yeah. and that's what's got to change but it? I suppose that as well is what you were saying about the whole grieving thing mm. because yeah. you've had to adjust those preconceived yeah. ideas and that is a grie- grieving process and yeah. I think like similarly to us coming to terms because it's funny like so we had our social worker meeting yesterday and um, it was all to do with our motives for um, adopting mm-hmm. and we were talking about like she asked us like what's been the hardest part of the journey so far like the whole journey and I talked about the fact that um like I I think I can't remember when I said it I might have said it in one of the last two um podcasts but I've so like I've not let me down my body's let me down yeah and and that's something that I've really struggled with and I've also really struggled with like the fact that we've we decided to to adopt that was our choice and i felt this guilt 
when I saw someone get pregnant, like we've had a, a few pregnancies recently. I mean, we were literally voice noted you yeah. classic the other day because I was just like, I'm so, I am. I genuinely, genuinely yeah. believe I am. I'm so over feeling this hurt and feeling this pain and this jealousy towards yeah. pregnant people. But like, I, I thought I was doing so well. Honestly, <laughs> I believed it. I believed it. And I was like, yeah, like, I'm, I'm on it. And then um, I saw a post that one of our friends has put on about their, their pregnancy. And it just this whoosh yeah. of just hurt and jealousy and just pain came above me. It, 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 like, literally consumed me. But I was literally sat in the car going, I'm not jealous, I'm not jealous, I'm not jealous. And <laughs> I was like, oh. I think, like, I do... Like, the difference so yes for me like i've said this a hundred times yeah if you had held some form of grudge and hatred like if you let it consume you that much that you felt i personally think you're well within your right to feel like that i don't think you should feel bad about it it's more the way that it makes you feel and at the end of the day the person it hurts the most is you but Mm the difference you've got to recognise, and I'm sure you do, mm. the difference to seeing a pregnancy announcement now compared to, to six, oh, 12 days. months ago, how much mm. that would have oh. destroyed you. Because it, it yeah. did. Oh, like, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Like, I mean, it's funny, isn't it, when you, like, listen to a song that takes you back to a time or something yeah. like that. Just you saying that now takes me back to when we are in lockdown. So... We couldn't, um, like, it was at the time when we literally had to be in our own houses. Like, we, mm. we couldn't, the only time we could go out was to the shop. Yeah. And um, a family friend, we, uh, basically, I told a friend that we were trying and then they started trying quite soon after us. And I was just in my head like, they're going to get pregnant mm. straight away. And they did. But bless her, she was worried sick about telling mm. telling me. So she, so my mum had to tell me, and I just remember, and my mum just didn't know how to to deal with the whole situation. And so, like, our opportunity to meet was going to Tesco, and sh- doing a food shop. And I literally like saw her, and she was just like, "Mrs. K, I've got something to tell you." And she literally <laughs> told me, and I mean, I was. Dev- and I feel terrible, yeah. and but I was devastated. Mm. I was gutted. I was sobbing in yeah. the middle of Tesco's car park. And I ended up, I had to break the rules. I went to my mum's house because I was literally like, <gasps> soz guys. Um, <laughs> but I was like, in this point, I, I can't yeah. be on my own. And I was devastated. And this was very, very, very early on in our... Mm. I just started noticing signs. Mm. But then, like you say, compared to now... Like, don't get me wrong. Like I say, this wash of jealousy comes over yeah, me. It hurts. But, yeah, I don't know. It is, it's completely different. Um, but, yeah, it's, 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 it's a hard roller coaster to, to journey on. Mm. Um, and I imagine for you guys, it's more, I don't know, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but maybe seeing other people putting posts up about how well their children are doing. Yeah, all these, we've said like, this before, amazing, haven't we? I don't know, stuff that they're doing, making memories yeah. and living the best lives with their children who yeah. are neurotypical. Yeah. I'm using And I think that's the thing. Well, we've, we're all we're all learning things here, guys. Um, yeah, and I get very similar feelings to you. So yeah. I really, really struggle with seeing 
And it's so so strange, isn't it? Because it's that thing of like you like embarrassed. I see people and think you don't know how lucky you are that yes. your child has just called you mummy. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. your child you've just yeah, recorded your child. For you would be like groundbreaking. Oh, yeah. Like, you would probably remember little... that day for the rest of your life. Yeah. Whereas for someone else that'd just be Oh yeah, yeah. It's a, that's a developmental stage too. Like you tip. say, we we like things like children do, like even my nephews, you just take for granted. Mm. And it's like I just remember you putting a post on of Jude say kind of word like shaping the word yeah. was it six? Six. So and well correction. If but <laughs> but that I yeah. mean that was just Huge. a moment, wasn't it? And so like Huge. you say, like, yeah, I can so um, yeah. like 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 we said before, they're different situations but such so, similar feelings. Same emotions. I feel jealous. I feel mm. angry at myself for feeling yeah, jealous. It's horrible. Because I think, you know... How dare I, but... Yeah. I just feel But it. it's just that constant thing of... And it's... I can't remember who I was talking to the other day. Oh, we went with um, Jude's nursery. They took... So there are four children in um, Jude's nursery at the minute that are on the ASD pathway. So mm-hmm. that's on the so basically they have autism mm. they are awaiting a diagnosis so they're going yeah. through sort of that pathway wow. and we were to- we were talking about it with them and they were saying so one of the little boys is actually a year older than Jude so he's mm. three and a half um and she was saying the older they get the what the the gap widens. Yeah. So as Jude gets older, you you really start to notice the yeah. difference between him and his peers. Yeah. And that will get, you know, larger as he gets older. Yeah. Um, but I suppose it's just about accepting that, yeah, when he reaches though, and if there are, you know, there are things he may never reach. And that's why I'm very sort of passionate about, you know, if I, if I'm being honest, my biggest wish in the world mm. will be for him to talk yeah but i am aware that there is a possibility not saying probability, probability. but there's a possibility that he may never be able to talk mm. but actually there's so many other yeah. forms Things. of communication yeah so we're doing like um pex cards at the minute so we're starting to introduce him to picture cards in yeah. relation to like um, get dressed, sort of like get oh. those routines embedded yeah. because it gives me, him man. an option. He yeah, may yeah. feel we do a little bit of Makaton. I mean, he's never done anything back to me, <laughs> oh, but Mac-a-ton. yeah. So, so you know, on my days, is it sign language? Yeah, yeah. but but I'm not a hundred percent clued up. So if you think Mr. Tumble, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not really. I'm not really up to speed <laughs> with children's TV. Oh, Other than goodness. Hey Dougie, I can just do so, Hello everybody. That's it. This yes, this yeah. will <laughs> melt you, right? So at our church. Oh my goodness. So oh, yeah. um, you went there, Jude. You Jude is getting a one-to-one <gasps> support at church. Oh, which is she? I'm so proud of our church. Yeah. I love our church. Amazing. And so Jude's got this one-to-one. This lady, she's incredible. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she was stood at the back. You went there on Sunday. She was stood at the back, like, and and I went up to her. and I just said, "Oh, I just wanted to let you know, like, Jude's mum. She's so so grateful." And um, the lady was like, "Oh, I'm stood at the back now. I'm I'm, I'm really starting to practice it." So she was practicing Sign. her her signing to the, to the so that she can do it for like Jude. And then um, Buzz's dad, yeah, was on worship and clocked her doing it. And 
it, oh, I, I was stood at the back and he was like, oh, come to the front. So she went to the front and just did a bit. Everyone in the church was Sign doing. Everyone, yeah. Oh, oh my days. I was, I was emotional because I was like, I feel so blessed to be around these amazing mm-hmm. people yeah. that are like willing yeah. to do this. But also I was emotional because I was like, that's my best friend and her little boy that like it's incredible mm. like, like yeah the like the in so and I hope I'm not speaking out of turn here but I think they've recognized that you know we can all do things to be a little bit more inclusive yeah. but it was oh, we need to do yeah. it was becoming difficult and realistically I another instance I can't leave Jude in sort of the a little toddler, 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 toddler bit. Yeah. I can't leave him like yeah. the other parents can and then go back yeah. and sort of sit in on it. So mm. whilst, and you know, the, I'm quite sort of new on like my journey of going to church and, yeah. you know, th- I'm missing out really mm. on like, being in church. Yeah, yeah. And having that experience. And they recognise that oh. and done without me asking. I, yeah. Honestly, I can't, I could talk about it. <laughs> And cry. <laughs> and cry, yeah. So I voice noted you in town, so oh, like man. said what they were doing and I was just sobbing because oh, I just it's, can't. But but I and I just think like that's one thing out of so many things that you like you just said that like we can all be more we, we can all do more for any situation. And you know, I'm gonna make note of this person and I really appreciated it and I think you will too. Our, as as a, as a trio, our closest friend, mm-hmm. me, we've got a chat, haven't we? Yeah. And she um, messaged on the chat, basic, bless her. She's got she's got you and she's got me. <laughs> like, <laughs> but she she messaged on the chat and was like, please, can you both send me podcasts, books, yeah. things? I, she was like, I want to learn about autism and I want to learn about adoption. I want to be. And I was just like. You were like, there's this excellent podcast. Uh, cool. <laughs> Honey, <I'll be. laughs> um, Check it out. And I, I just was like, you don't need to do that. No. Mm-hmm. And Incredible. She wants. Whether or not she's done it or not, <laughs> but she will have done, or she she will. Well, again. I do know she's listened. I think she's uh, big fan even further along than me with the pod. I've had to hello, hello. Um, hope you're okay. But no, like I genuinely like that, and it's just little things like that when people, and it's like oh, he's gonna get, get a massive head after this. But I know you really appreciate Buzz's dad. Yeah, Buzz's dad. Yeah. <laughs> just is incredible with Jude and I and I love it because I love seeing people support and love yes. Jude and yeah. like I'm not even his parent but I love it and like like you would just see Buzz's dad just like watch him and stuff like that and then he'll come up to us and just be like I love Jude <laughs> and it's just it's so nice to see yeah. that people people just accept him yes and then that makes me excited because I'm like these are going to be re- these are going to be like adopted aunties yeah. and uncles yeah. to our child, and yeah. I just think, oh, I'm so I'm so grateful that we've got amazing. We've got such a network of people. That- Imagine when the time comes that you, I, I literally could cry about all oh, my days. <laughs> Always, yeah, all I ever do is cry. <laughs> but like, I cannot wait for like the first day you bring your child into church like for the first service first service or the first time because i do understand that there is that time that you will have to have sort Mm -hmm. of with your child on your own you'll have you're forming bonds and things like that so um 
I am very mindful of that. <laughs> Show me at the door. Hello. Yeah. Um, but when you're ready and you can, I think what's, what's really sad for me and what's like hard to see sometimes is how amazing you are with everybody else's children. Oh. You attend the birthday parties, you know, you, you go in the soft play dance. <laughs> I don't think that was to support them. I think that was an opportunity to go down that massive slide. Yeah. But you do that. Yeah. When you know you don't need to, you, no. you you that it's actually something that can be quite painful for you both to see. Yeah, yeah. but you do that, so I can't wait for you to be able Have to. Our time. Oh, yeah, thank you. because you mm. so deserve it more than. It's interesting they would send back going to church in it because when mm. we had uh, one of our meetings with our social work, we were talking about sort of um, doing things like like going to church for the mm. first time. Mm. How are we gonna? navigate that that, and we're talking about the fact that if we just went along to a service that could be a massive step from not going to then suddenly going yeah definitely and we're talking about sort of almost like graded exposure like it might be that after a few weeks we would maybe just go and so at the church that we go to is on like a main road so the doors tend to be open during the service um just go and stand Outside. outside on the pavement so they can sort of Where see it, they can hear it. But but then it might be that over time you would go and just stand at the back for 10 minutes. And it yeah. it all depends upon how yeah. they respond. But yeah. she was saying if I'm you went to the service and then suddenly everyone was like, oh my gosh, we yeah. just get here right and they've the got a little one yeah, and yeah, yeah. Well, everyone's around, it would just be like, it would probably trigger them and then they probably would never want to go over again. Yeah, exactly. So it's so. like trying to get the balance between yeah. getting, getting involved yeah. in it and but also yeah. respecting their sort of needs. Can yeah. I change the subject a little bit? Absolutely. So, obviously, this is an adoption uh, podcast, and we, you know our journey back to front, basically. Yeah. Like, I know this is a long episode, or we're breaking into two, who knows. But being, like, a very close friend of a couple mm-hmm. that have gone through health problems fertility yeah. problems the adoption process the literally the the emotional roller roller coaster we've been through can you kind of talk about your experience on this whole thing if you can without crying <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i tried to talk about it a little bit last week and start crying <laughs> but i think oh. so one of the things I always go back to, yeah. it's it's been hard. I mean, yeah. this is not me saying it. Get, get my little tiny, tiny violin out. Me, <laughs> being, seeing you go through it yeah. has been, it's one of those things where if I could take it away from you, You've said I would. That so many times. Not just with the journey that you go through now, but I think like your health as well. Like yeah. that, there's been so many blessings within it. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, there's been some really like difficult points yeah and i think something that i'll always like will never leave me yeah is when i came to see you after you'd had oh this is what you're saying your operation and like (laughs) you were obviously you were you know fresh out of you were delicate (laughs) i was a delicate delicate flower oh no you know that's wrong when i don't eat exactly exactly but it was you were so upset and you just always saying to me how much you hated your body. And I think oh. that was just so hard 
yeah. to like hear because yeah. I just wanted to take it away from you. I didn't yeah. want, yeah. you know, this. I think you've come on a long yeah. sort of oh. journey with that and you've been quite open in saying that there was a period of time where, yeah, you, d- you didn't. But then your health was the most important thing and actually yeah. the fact that it got discovered... Oh, my... Yeah. by an accident really wasn't yeah. it yeah 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 you know this, you're so lucky to have well, had that but yeah I mean I mean if you think about the reality like if it had been left any longer mm. that could have oh, been oh I can't even think about it like that could have been bad news yeah. like realistically I fatal like yeah. it, I, I, it, I think it's one of those where like it, it's funny going, going back to that point and I know obviously you two were probably two of the people that got this the most because obviously you, you're, you're most vulnerable aren't you with the people that you're closest mm. to and I remember and I remember you saying it all the time like what was most important to you two was my health yeah and me being here yeah and I would be like but I just want a baby and mm. you're like I know and, and it's it's mad isn't it because I I just couldn't I couldn't see straight. Like, I could not see. And I, I don't think anyone would in that. No. Because, like, if you want a baby, your whole body oh. aches for yeah. it. Like, mm. your whole body. Like, I know some people have said to me, like, but how how do you know? And I'm like, you will know when you're ready. Like, obviously, these things happen. Like, sometimes it's a surprise mm-hmm. and whatever. And, and you learn that journey. Like, but, like... For me, I had to wait till I was ready. And when I was ready, literally yeah. from head to toe, my body just ached mm. to be a mum. And so I just really struggled. And I think that's why I was so upset because I just, I did. I hate, and this is what I mean. Like my body's let me down. Yeah. Like it's, it stopped me. Like we were talking to the social worker yesterday and, and it's one of those where I've kind of, I've kind of gone along the lines of, oh, but we could still try naturally in the future. But when you think about it, there's still so many risks mm. yeah, to my health and, yeah, there are. and the baby's health. And I think you kind of, I think I've kind of learned to, that's been my protective mechanism. Yeah. Like, oh, we, but we could, we could try in the future. But actually, there's so much to think about. And I just think, and I think this is what hurts me when people I know that it's happened that, like easy for and they haven't got two uteruses like um like you, oh, people don't know no. what it's like no. to have a odd body yeah and even with this was something I was thinking about the other day actually she thinks about don't know, not sure why <laughs> um, not sure where, where it came into my brain but <laughs> When people go into, this isn't obviously all the time, but a lot of the time you go into hospital to have a procedure that's corrective and yeah. sort of solves yeah. your issue. So yeah. say you, you know, were struggling with, um, you needed a knee replacement. Mm, like yeah. you can have that and then you were then still able to sort of like yeah. move around on the, yeah. You were going into that operation knowing full well that th- that operation wasn't solving all of your problems. No. And I think that's the added part on it. Yeah. Yeah. That made it so much more difficult for yeah. you. Yeah. My my body will never be able to be adjusted to a normal working yeah. womb. 
it just isn't. It's yeah. like even if they did operate and try to correct, well, you can't correct it. Yeah. Mm. Like my right side is a write off. Mm. Like it's it's well and truly just an mm. absolute mess because of just the state it was in before yeah. I had the operation. If you don't know what we're talking about, go back to one of the first uh, episodes because there's no point talking a about it A very interesting listen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. But yeah, so yeah, it was mad. But what what was what was what was the hot so was it what was, was have you said what the hardest I think thing? primarily like your health yeah. and not being able to do anything about it. Yeah. I a bit of a this is a bit of a touchy one and okay. I don't want it to come across no as say it say it a touchy one but I have felt a lot of guilt no. this isn't you at all this is this is me but knowing that I have something that you you don't this, this yeah. is going to sound really blunt and I don't no, 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 like no 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 I'm hearing you I'm hearing no, you yeah. you know if I there is definitely a part of me maybe not so much now because you know you you are ha- you're gonna have the child yeah. that you were meant to have yes and absolutely the fact absolutely. that you guys know that and you, you fully you know you accept that and yeah. i think it's amazing but there yeah you were going through it at quite a difficult time yeah where i just had a yeah. baby yeah and yeah. it was really difficult for me to sort of yeah, there was a lot of guilt that I felt. Ne- I just want to make it clear, never from you. Like, you never yeah. made me feel like that. But it was just that thing of, but that, yeah. I don't know how lucky I am because we were quite, I was quite honest before yeah. that when I got pregnant with Jude, it was a bit of a surprise. And I wasn't, at the very beginning, I, I didn't know how I felt about it. Yeah, and no, yeah, absolutely. Reflecting on that, mm. I felt awful because I just thought, gosh like no how loud must i have sounded <laughs> yeah. you know no yeah. hindsight's a wonderful yeah, thing isn't yeah. it and knowing yeah. what we know now yeah i would have learned that lesson that yeah. i would never take anything like that for granted yeah um but yeah this it was difficult but i just wanted to be there for you and just oh, and you definitely have you definitely have no stop that was really interesting. I just thought, we, obviously, I'd love speaking about Jude, but I just it'd be interesting because I don't know, who, I don't know who listens, but like mm. to hear it from a from yeah. perspective. Okay, before we go on to your questions, what would be like advice that you'd give to friends that have friends either going through fertility or adoption? Like, what would be obviously. Advice is a very him like what's yeah. the thing, but like what would be your kind of tip on I think to... the biggest thing is listen. Yes. Validate their feelings because yeah. the worst thing in the world is someone giving you advice on something they know nothing about. Yeah. I think we've said it sort of at the beginning, there's a difference between sort of empathizing with someone's situation and trying to to I know how you feel because actually you know you don't know how that person feels um and yeah maybe just learn as much as you can the amount that I have learned from you yeah likewise Mm, yeah. yeah and this is the thing and it's so important I just 
I'm so like passionate about sh- we should be sharing these things because yeah. you want to shout to the whole world yeah. about how amazing adoption is yeah. and how more people should consider it and how many children there are out there yeah. that just it's unimaginable it's yeah. horrible to think about but important to face that reality mm. because otherwise we'd all just live in this bubble and mm. never really address the issue yeah and i suppose the same with yeah. um autism i want to shout about how incredible Absolutely. it is and you know how you know they one of the like most common misconception is that um, autistic people don't show like affection. Actually, Judy's oh one of the my most. goodness! <laughs> but sometimes still oh, affectionate. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I think in terms of like advice, listening to that person yeah. and just giving them that safe space mm. to be able to yeah. confide in you. And I think I'd echo that to somebody who's possibly got a friend with mm. a child mm. who's either just been diagnosed with autism or going through the process and yeah. is not sure what the situation is and is probably really frustrated because they're seeing signs and stuff like that. Like like you said, listening and validating oh. validating. Validating. Like that was that is literally you to a T from the oh, very beginning. You. you know, even when Jude was qu- quite young, we yeah. probably knew from about eight yeah. months. Yeah. And not once did you say to me, oh, he's too young. Yeah. Like, oh, he's too gosh. young. He's your first child. Like, you don't know. And yeah. there were a lot of people around me that were sort of saying that, making yeah. me feel like I was yeah. crazy for thinking it. Yeah. Uh, we, may I just um, interject and say it is a we, because if our husband's listened to this, he'll get very annoyed. <laughs> the fact that I've used the term I instead of we. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you. you were you were literally a testament to that because oh, from you. day one, you, you always validated the way that I was feeling supported me. Oh, lovely. Lovely, um, lovely. Your final positive to wrap up the... <laughs> did you not do a final positive? I don't positive? think you did. did I, I think you did a positive in? and a challenge and then... I probably put it in Mrs. then. Mrs. K just kept talking. Okay, Lol. final positive is... When... Jude or any child with autism, when they do reach those milestones some of the things that you'd always already started protecting yourself by thinking they're not going to do that and that's okay when they do that oh. um, absolutely blow you away the uh, the feeling of pride mm. is just indescribable yeah. oh that's amazing i love that i love that thanks guys thank you thanks um, shall we do uh, we're going to have a a break going to have Two more episodes of... (laughs) (laughs) And then we're going to do some questions. Questions. I feel like I built it up way too much, but <laughs> it's just a, a quick fire, silly. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's got to be done. Okay, so we are. So you prepared some questions for us. I have about prepared some quite generic questions. Right. So bear in mind that you know some of them may not be applicable. We don't know yet. Yep. So but... are they are they quick fire? Quick. So is it like first thing that comes into your head? 
Ooh. Or is it sort of talk for ages? And... No, so the answer to each question is either going to be Mr. K or Mrs. K. Okay, uh, I was going like to say. Like Mr. and Mrs. But yes. Right. Mr. and but, Mrs. So, yes. Yeah. And then the last question, you'll know when I say it, but it isn't. It's, I'm excited. <laughs> okay. Wait, is it like first to answer? Can we have a no, room? But I'm quite like interested the to see right. whether I feel I'm getting competitive. Both, I'm like, come on, let's... you'll both come up with the same answer. I'm quite right, interested. Okay. Um, Should we just... go back to back? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, <laughs> great idea. Um, me and my husband, I did run this by him before I came, and we sort of guessed what we thought. Right. You're gonna say <laughs> interesting, but we'll see if we were right. Okay. Question one. Who's going to be changing more nappies? Mr. K. Me. Well, we nappies, I- I'll happily do. Not got a problem with poo nappies. Uh, th- this is something that I can't oh. understand. When people are like, oh yeah, get practising. It's like, why? Yeah. Because I'm going to be doing it. I'm going to have to do it. You're going to so be doing it five times, six times time. a day. I changed my nephew's nappy. That's enough. One. One's enough. Before, yeah, you don't absolutely. need to do more than one because they're still going to wriggle. You're I not just do, do the what? same every no. time. I feel like, from my experience of seeing pooey nappies, girl that pooey nappies are the worst. I yes, do. oh, cactus girl. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my <laughs> goodness, <laughs> what are they feeding her? Full stop. Full stop. I don't have to say anything else. My eyes bleed. Oh my goodness. I think I think genuinely it's Cactus Girl that has scarred me. I don't think a nappies. I don't think that you can base all baby girl nappies just on, on, on one a child. size of one. So this is a very Cactus weird girl. weird strange thing that yeah, I don't know whether I would just do it now. Really strange. But when we first had our Jude, um, we took him to meet some of our friends and they were arguing over who was going to sniff his nappy first because apparently there is a scent to a newborn baby's um, poo that's right. like almost sweet. I don't know whether I'd agree, but yeah, they were literally fighting over who could sniff his butt the I first. Will not. Can you please mouth who this was? Do we know them? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. But, yeah. yeah, no, you don't. I mean, know I don't think I've ever. I don't think in my life I've ever smelt a poo and, and <laughs> thought, thought that's, that's great. Quite, I think the whole point is is that you don't. So then you don't. You know, back oh. in the day when we were all like cavemen, you wouldn't think to eat yeah. it. Anyway, well, I love how this turned into say that. Tried selling Jude that. Oh my goodness. Oh my. That's a story for another day. Question two. <laughs> Um, who will be now? This is maybe not a great term to use, but who will be the stricter parent? Who will be the disciplinarian? <laughs> I'd say you. I think I will be. Sure. Well, I after my research, you know, it's going to be more boundaries, yes. putting boundaries mm. in place, and yeah, I just know they're important. Mrs. K will be the parent where they'll. They'll come to me and say, "Oh, can I have this?" And I'll go, "Well, see what see what mummy says." And then they'll go to you and say, "Oh, yeah, is it okay?" And you'll go, "Absolutely not." <laughs> or they'll come to me and Hold say, on. "Mummy says that I can't have this." And I'll go, 
All right, well, are you sure? No, what I'll <laughs> do, yeah, right what I'll do is, I'm curious as to why you do <laughs> oh, yeah. one of them's curiosity. Curiosity, mm. yeah. No, I, I, I think it's just going to be more, I'm going to, I really want to be like, firm in my boundaries because it's they feel safer so i suppose it's weird isn't it because discipline it sounds like such a negative word in the adoption world yeah actually it's not necessarily the right word to use yeah but i know what you mean yeah you have a a parenting style that you'll sort of will be different to the norm yeah Yeah. but yes number three good question um oh no who's gonna be the fun parent oh that's a good one that is (laughs) Who's going to be the fun parent? Well, if you're saying that I'm going to be the abbreviated, I think the that... What? I was going to say abbreviated strict parent. Um, I think that you will be... Come on, let's face it. You will be the fun parent. Well, I don't know, because you... I, deep down, will be the, 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 the funner You parent. love the silliness. Oh, I bring the play into mm. playful. But I think I'll play with Doggo more. It's true, but it's because me and Doggo are on very... You're not on talking terms. <laughs> oh, no. But that's a story for another, another episode. <laughs> you can talk to um, me about that one. Yeah, I, we, I, uh, think we're both, on. I think we're both pretty fun. I'm, I think I'm it depends well on, fun. I think it depends on what the fun is. Do you think maybe there's a difference between so, who's funny and who's well, I'm, fun? Well, I'm funny and I'm fun. <laughs> Mr. K is... But I, I'm just I'm just funny, I think. Am I funny? No, oh. absolutely. I not. think you're funny. I think I'm funny. I think we're funny. Um, no, I think we'll both be. I, I think, think we are. I think we'll be those parents that are literally chase like playing games. Like I, 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 we I'll, live... yeah, I'll be the parent that takes a game a little bit too far. Yeah, that's and true. And then we'll like. No, I no, think I'll, I think I'll, we'll I'll... be both. Uh, do you know what? Yeah. And this is something that I'm looking forward to because I think because we we are silly. Yeah. And I think we'll both, like, we'll have, because we've got quite a spacious, like, the room we're in is mm. quite spacious. Mm. And I can fully see when they're older, mm. us just being stupid in here together. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, 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 I think we're both yeah. silly. We were at, I, your, yeah. um, at your brother's last weekend, weren't we? Yeah. And I, you know our nephew anyway, mm-hmm. don't you? But he, he'd been so hyper oh, before we days. got there <laughs> because we were going. And your brother oh. said all day he's just been going on about it. And when we got there, he was just so excited, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. But oh, then it, it got... So cute, man. We'd eaten, and then he, he loves it at the minute where you get the the cushions, the the cushions off the sofa onto the floor and he just does jumping on it. So he'll run and jump. But he was just getting more and more hyper and I was just egging him on more and more and it was like, <laughs> like on the floor. <laughs> and he was doing a run up. But then it got to the point where it was like, right, okay, you need you to, to just calm down, calm down a bit because you will hurt yourself gonna, in a minute. Yeah. Um, I, I think th- that's, I, that's what I, yeah. I, that would be yeah, my yeah. risk would be I'd get them too, too wound up yeah. and then realise, oh, actually, you are now my child and I have to try, <laughs> try and calm you down. I, I think we'll both be fun though. I, I, that's one where I'd say both. Both, yeah. Great answer. Um, I can't remember what number I'm on, so I'm just going to say next question. Um, who will be doing more of the middle of the night wake ups? If that's saying, if there are, are you oh, we've got a, um, yeah, we've got a conflict. Not doing it. No, I'm sorry. Who gets up to doggo in the middle of the night? Right. Not you. I, 
He, no, I, I'm sorry, people who are listening to this, but no, like, in the middle of the night, Doggo will bark and yap and whatever, and I'll go and deal with it first time, quite quite passive aggressively calm, and then sort that out, go to bed, and if he does it again, I'm then getting more agitated, Mm -hmm. and by the third time of doing it, Mr. K then suddenly wakes up like, oh, what, what? (laughs) I will be doing the in the night. Well, I actually don't know, but I would assume. Do you really think you're going to? Yeah, because I I can manage on a small amount of sleep. Uh, Okay. I've seen you when you've had... You'll be the... You say, I'm actually getting so stressed because I don't know if I'm going to have time for an afternoon nap today. It's like, how old are you? 80? (laughs) It's pathetic. To be fair, so, you aren't yeah. as bad Unbelievable. as our like, friend when she's not had enough sleep. Yeah, tough. So <laughs> I think, I think, I think initially you'll be like oh. organs blazing, like bam, I'm on it. Midnight wake ups, I'm there. Mm. And then I think after about a week or two, you'll be like, I'm so tired. We'll have to and come back to this. I'm in more the of a, I'm more of a long distance like endurance. <gasps> Why athlete. don't we do this again in the future and actually answer those questions again? Okay, yeah. And we'll, oh, I love that. Let's see. Who's... <laughs> let's... <laughs> I do hear what you're saying. I do need my sleep. You do. And I, I listened to our, um, a friend's podcast the other day and they their parents and they were talking about it really irritates them when uh, people that aren't parents say they're tired and I've said that so many times so I just want to say now I'm sorry but are you tired? Well, look. but I am tired <laughs> I do have a doggo that wakes me up in the night okay all the time okay. I think very similar mm. you two are very similar to me and Mr. Jude's mm. dad mm. Um, we I do, let's face it, I do more of the um, late night wake-ups. Jude is obviously a terrible sleeper. Um, but yeah, like, third attempt. No sleep. Out here. What? What was yeah. that? <laughs> I think, my, oh, I I think the, prob- oh. the problem for me is, and this is, this is genuine as well. I am a really deep sleeper. Oh, so there's been times in the past where I have slept through, like, incredible events like and not known that it's happened. So, Your yeah. dad went to yeah. hospital. Yeah, honestly. So, yeah, honestly. So, when I was about 15, 16, I think, my my dad had had a problem with his back for a few weeks. I don't know why I'm laughing. It's not funny. And he'd, he'd, he'd been struggling with his back, basically, in pain. And I think I think my mum and, and both my sisters were out. They and I think my sister's boyfriend was out with them as well. Oh, possibly in a show. I'm not, can't remember. But... And I was in the house, just me and my dad were in. And I'd gone to bed and my dad basically had thought, oh, I'm going to run myself a hot bath because I'm struggling with my back. Maybe it will help to like, loosen it up or whatever. And it was the, the absolute worst thing that he could have done because he had a hot bath, I think. And then it basically like loosened his whole oh, back. Man. And then he went into like spasms. <gasps> and so he was like Ooh. in his room on the floor, like shouting out him. For me to come and help him, shouting out in pain, <laughs> I couldn't get up off the floor, and he ended up calling. Um, no, I think my I think my mum came home. They got the they got the physio round who'd seen him, so she, or she was on the phone or whatever. Called for an ambulance, paramedics in the house, and you got him out. It, or, I, don't, I don't think he went to hospital. I think the paramedics came, dosed him up or whatever, still, got him into bed. Happening. So anyway, I I wake up the next morning. <laughs> right? Go down for breakfast. My mum's like stressing out, like all frantic. And I was just thinking, what's going on here? And like, 
No one was around. My dad was still in bed, which was a bit unusual. And it took me ages before anyone actually told me what had happened. And I, yeah, I slept through the whole thing. Mad. So I, so when Mrs. K's like, oh yeah, he never wakes up. I, I don't wake up because I, I don't hear it. Oh, this is literally, I may as well be talking to my husband. It's the exact same. <laughs> I can be still downstairs with, he can be upstairs with the baby monitor next to him. I can be downstairs and I will hear Jude. Really? And he will not. Wow. Oh, but yeah. maybe that is a thing. Maybe, there like, must be earlier, oh, it is earlier on when we were talking about actual brain, like, wiring maybe Jude's dad's brain wa- is wired yeah, just to set to snooze maybe it's a survival mechanism to sleep well it's a good <laughs> job he's not a single dad because uh, we'd have some we'd have some problems yes Jude'd Did have some problems <laughs> good question good question um who will read me and um my husband were a bit conflicted over who we thought would be the one for this um who is going to read more bedtime stories i am rubbish at reading um but you do have the theatrics i do have theatrics i like to think and this is possibly a fantasy at the moment because we don't know what the situation is going to be like or whatever but i'd like to think that it's something that we'll do together Mm. on a rig i don't know but then saying that you'll be at work a lot of the time so maybe that that'll be time because mm-hmm. like you know how we're talking about boundaries and stuff like that these will be things that like structure is going to be key for yep. our child mm-hmm. in the sense of doing the exact same Routines, thing like yeah. routines every day so maybe like because you'll be getting home as they'll be go like doing it'll be bath time and mm-hmm. and stuff when they when they go to bed so mm-hmm. maybe that will be your time but i would like to think because i'd hate to miss out on yeah. Stories. Mm. So part of me just thinks that it possibly will be something that we do together. Yeah. 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 Team. Team. Tag team it. Dream team. Dream team. Literally sleeping. Um, it kind of answers my next question, but who's taking charge at bath time? So say it was up to both of you. Do you know what? I hadn't really thought about this until... Um, our social worker brought it up in one of our meetings but they encourage you to do it together especially in the early days for safeguarding reasons mm. yeah very good point I mean in terms of taking charge I, it, it's going to be you isn't it because probably I'd say you 95% really of uh, of my life now is controlled by no. Mrs. K <laughs> <laughs> You know what we do. You know we'll we've been recently we've been doing gusto, getting our food delivered. Oh, you know thick, that thing, yep. just because why not give it a try? And it's really good. It's great. And Mrs it's K will say to me, big. "Any anything that you want off the the list?" So I'm like, "Oh yeah, that sounds nice." Right, okay, and we'll just just skip past it. And I'm like, "Oh, oh yeah, that one sounds nice." Yeah, but we've already got one that's uh, the, right. Okay, so then I just think, "Well, no point in asking." <laughs> <laughs> no, if I didn't do the things. I did. We wouldn't function as a fa- like as a household. <laughs> really, man? No, but yeah, it's true. No, I'm only joking. I think, yeah, I think we'd probably do it together. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, probably together. Yeah. Cool. Um, Unless I'm cleaning. Yeah, I mean, yeah, oh. which is because you say one of you cleans and one of you does 
bath time, so yeah. maybe that'll be my time to clean. And then we do bedtime story together. This is yeah. the thing. It's just one of those things. You will find your flow. You'll find your rhythm. You'll find your routine Once we're in it. it. Yeah. yeah. We very much split. So one of us will do um, the bath time. One of us will, whilst the other is yeah. tidying, in the hope that we then will get a bit get of time bath. together yeah. after yeah. he's in bed. Um, who do you think will be the more protective parents? Yeah. Yeah, Mrs. K, 100%. Yeah. The, probably the most protective person I've ever met. In what sense? In a good way. Like, if anyone spoke ill of anyone that you care about, care yeah. about I would say, <laughs> God run. rest the soul of that person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very yeah, loyal. Run for your life. Yeah, I'm very um, loyal to those that are nice Yeah, to me. absolutely, yeah. So, yeah. Black girl. Haters. I would definitely off. say it'd be you. I think I. I mean, I will be, but I think just your personality is more. Thing so is, that... though, the thing is, we haven't seen. I don't think we've seen a side of you yet. Like, Oof. no, Oof. but I don't. I genuinely don't. The underdog. Yeah. The underdog. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I like agree. you, you're just so relaxed and down to earth, like and chilled, and you're everything that's like makes me look wrong. I'm gonna be like Hulk. Yeah, but I, I don't mean it in the sense of you're like 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 it's a it's a negative i mean in the sense of i'm looking forward to seeing you as a dad because i see you you're amazing with children but i i kind of can't imagine you as a dad until Mm. you're a dad Mm. do you know what i mean like when you see like my brother hold like being a dad and like seeing like you as a parent your husband as a parent our friends like i just think it's your like we're both in indiv- like me as well as a like as a mum. I I don't know what I'm going to be like as a mum mm. until you're in mm. it, and so I cannot wait what? to see you what, become a dad. What do you think will be different though? I I think you could surprise us in the whole like protective and stuff like that. Like like you know the whole like little girl. I don't know. Like you're going to be laid back. Let's face it. But I I'm just I like I don't know. I just think there's going to be something different that comes out as a, a positive mm. but I'm looking forward to seeing it okay do you know what I mean watch yeah the space. Oh, 100% watch well, the space you wait till I don't know Questions another two. child has snatched a toy yeah. off your child and you or got that a, or a three o'clock in the morning wake up call there might be a very different side of me that possibly <laughs> no, fast asleep we've already that's his dream um, I absolutely already know the answer to this one. It's me. I already know. It's me. Who's going to be in charge of choosing the outfits? Oh, me. <laughs> I cannot wait. Oh my! I'd goodness. be very much that parent that. You Although know, you'd if, have if, a great fashion sense. If someone said, "Really? Yeah." If you, someone you said, walk, "Oh, I've got this. Clothes. I've got this outfit that's like a hand me down," I'd be like, "Yeah." Wicked, get them in that mm, because right. you know kids they go through clothes like there's no. You'd be like, oh, it's not quite the bar that I'm going for. Like, I know, I am genuinely like, fit with the colour scheme. Yeah, it's free. No, clothes. you are right. You are right. But I'm just going to say this now because family and friends do listen to this. Oh, <laughs> I know yeah. what you're going to say. Don't buy me clothes that have got like Disney, yeah, black pictures, like anything tacky, like Hey Dougie t-shirts. No disrespect. <laughs> Anyone who has a hate it's just not my vibe. Yeah, until Jude can say to me, Mum, I want a You need to buy me a (laughs) t shirt. If he does, I'll be absolutely blown away. I'll be running straight. But you know, really, when we're saying about what are your expectations for parent, 
So you're I've basically saying, I don't care what my, child, what my child wants. You're not having it unless it fits with mine. This is going to be a great yeah, one obviously. again to revisit <laughs> yeah. when yeah. I'm aware that next Because it, like one of the things they do say, and I say all this, I'm very aware that we've got to like respect our child and, and what mm. they come with. But like, they do say like they're very attached to like their clothes and yeah. stuff like that that they have at the foster care because that's something that they're familiar with. Yeah. So I cannot yeah. wait when our child comes with all hey doggy t shirts yeah. and I'm like <laughs> proper minging ones as well that have like <laughs> been through the ringer. And I'll just be like, brilliant. I'd love I'd love nothing more than that now. Oh man, oh man. <laughs> that's oh, gonna man. be my first question when they bring a profile. Do they like Hey Doggy? Have they no, got a, t- have they got a t-shirt? Hey Doggy was just an example. <laughs> they might want to be dressed as Buzz. Can I? Yeah. Well, can but, they, but that's fine. Can I just say that fits in with the cost? Like okay, a Buzz fine. costume is okay. Like a costume, I don't mind. Mm. It's Buzz's mum. If she's listening to this, which she will be, she will support me in this. Yeah. And yeah, I don't mind the fancy dress. Like I say Buzz, but Buzz when he's not in Buzz is a very stylish boy. I mean, yes, his yes, hand-me-downs go to my nephew, so I'm hoping my nephew's hand-me-downs will go to me because they're very stylish. Yeah. Well, it depends. Yeah, yeah. good question. Um, so, yeah, I'll be dressing. Although you will be good at... You, you said me, but you know you, you have Yeah, good you're eye. not going to... I'm not going to put them in, like, a Portsmouth shirt. <laughs> you know? Oh, gosh, football. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Where, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good question. Um, who's going to be first down the slide at the soft play? Oh. <laughs> yeah. I made the mistake of wearing jeans to the soft play. Oh, um, I wore the best trousers. Jeans don't... A lot of friction. Oh, yeah, slipstream. Yeah, a lot of friction on the slide. I was having to sort of self-propel myself down. Oh, it wasn't... It was so much fun. So well, I'm, going, I'm going again with my nephew. I'll remember that next time. I'll wear some jeggings or something. Can't wait. Cute. Remember Jenkins? Yeah. Jenkins. We used to wear them all the time, <laughs> didn't we? One, they were one of the no worst. Anyway, I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm. Uh, I Di- feel like I'm Di- becoming Di- slightly delirious. Delirious. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, okay. So then, this is not a Mr. K, Mrs. K right. question. Um, one thing each. What are you looking forward to the most about becoming parents? I know that that's a very, very big question. I don't know, but it's so hard because I feel like becoming an adoptive parent, all the reading that you do and stuff like that is like, you've got to be realistic and stuff like that. But you also can, you you, you do fantasise what it's going to be like. Of course you do. And they're going to be hard days, but there's going to be amazing days. And I mean, depending on what age they are, I, I, imagine, imagine we did have a baby I just, of what age, I don't know. But, like, I cannot, I just, I don't know. I'm just looking forward to the day that we become mum and dad. Yeah. And and when baby Kay is in this house, like, she's crying. (laughs) 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 But when baby Kay, like, that is gonna happen. That baby K is gonna stand on this floor. Like, oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> like, I I just cannot wait to to. I can't I can't I can't wait to meet them. Mm. Mm. Like, I can't wait to meet them. 
and what they're going to look like, what colour hair they're going to have, what colour eyes they're going to have, like what skin tone they've got. Like, yeah. I cannot mm. wait. They're going to be amazing. That's, I don't know. I've not really answered the question. So you've had about, about three different things there. <laughs> yeah, but it's hard. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's yeah, a very, it's very big question. question. What, you I, the one thing. I'd probably say just the idea of sort of starting a new, starting a new like chapter. Yeah. Or like a new beginning in our life. Yeah. And then everything that comes with that. So like starting, like we always say about, oh, you know, we're going to start, like we, we spoke about at Christmas having traditions that you had when we mm, were children. Yeah. Starting those. Yeah. And, I, and I know again that that might not, expectations and reality might be very different, but just the idea of starting a new chapter and starting new memories, new things that we're doing together as, yeah. a, as a family. Yeah. Um, that would probably be one. Yeah. And also I'm looking forward because I, I hand on heart believe that he's going to be a dream. Doggo. Oh, he's going to be a lad. Oh, he's I, be literally, he, he'll be protected. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. He'll be protected. He he will he will be so because I mean like you can never leave a dog on the road with a child. Like you've got like he's a dog at the end of the day, but he is so good with our nephews and he loves kids. He loves. He just follows them around. He doesn't our nephews. He runs away from them. But um, (laughs) he loves kids and he he is obsessed with babies. Like obsessed. And so I'm. I can't wait for the day that we actually that Doggo meets him mm. because he'll just want him, her. He'll just want to sniff them. Yeah. yeah. Oh my life! Actually, that is what I'm excited yeah. for. Yeah. Doggo yeah. becoming a big brother. A big brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So that. Oh, well done, guys. Thanks. I really enjoyed that. So that's it. Yeah. That's, that's it. All the that's it. Five hours later. Mic drop. Yep. Um, Should we just say thank you? Do you want to wrap it up? Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> do you want to remind us of where you are on uh, the old social media? Yeah, so you can find not me personally, but uh, Jude. It's at Jude's World on Instagram, and uh, yeah, don't need to have um, a, a child or someone you know that's um, autistic. I think it's just a way of spreading positivity, awareness. Um, about autism yep. and how utterly beautiful it is. Mm. Yes, awesome. Excellent, yeah. So until next time, that's us. Thank you for coming. Thank um, you for having me. I've it's been it. It's been great. It's been very eye-opening. I've loved I feel it. like I've learned a lot. Yeah, um, it's been my favourite thing. Yeah, so <gasps> at Jews World, give it a follow. Um, and yeah, probably next time we're going to be speaking, hopefully, about us finishing stage uh, the meetings. Yep. That's probably going to be it. Happy days. A river dirty. See see you later. Thank you for listening to another episode of Finding Our Feet, the Adoption Journal. If you'd like to know more about our journey to adoption, then you can follow us on Instagram at finding.our.feet underscore or you can email us at findingourfeet.adoptionjournal at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you for any feedback, any questions or just to have a general chat. Thanks.